Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Doc. One Doc. It's your girl BD. It is Forens the Foodie. And we are back. Yeah, it's gonna be a long session today. I keep looking at this cat. This cat's a crackhead. Absolute well, crackhead. If you guys follow me on Insta, you've definitely seen this cat. But it's a kitten, right? And you know that children of all uh, yeah. species are this crackheads. This cat is the cat version of my cousin that's equally oh, yeah. a crackhead. I think, yep, he, I I think to, everyone I know knows the one. The one. Yeah, yeah. I know the one. Everyone knows the one. <laughs> but yeah, no, this cat is insane. I, yeah. yeah. Forens is trying to chat to the cat like like he speaks English. I said, like, I said go and shit in the shit pan or whatever. But my mom calls yelling. it a shit pan. It's not a shit pan. It's the kitty litter. And it's I was the yelling box, at, right? Yeah, litter box. I was yelling at him and he just looked at me and came out of the pan. And I thought he, I thought he like shat somewhere in my living room, but he's just been fighting up a storm. I didn't know cats like was on that like that. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. It's made me be like, I can't wait to like get get my make my husband a dad because he's so like i don't know I, Here we I, go. the fanny flutters are crazy here we go he is so paternal with this cat it's crazy he was so excited i picked the cat up after work he was so excited he ran oh what when you said when you brought it back yeah he didn't know because my dad was meant to drop the cat off but he didn't so oh the cat has a name it's aubrey not drake but his name's actually aubrey yeah. but i call him aubrey not drake um drake. i'm just gonna call him drake oh sometimes i call him drakey baby um but yeah like <laughs> the cat yeah my dad's meant to drop him over and then i had to go to my parents house for something anyway so i was like i'll just take him so my husband wasn't expecting how do you transport him in the car do you have to put him in like yeah a- he kept crying like a little bitch he put him in the cat thing, the the contraption. What you imagine, like the like bun. a little a little cage. Yeah, a cage, and he kept. Crying. I would cry too. The fuck. But he's his thing isn't the cage. His thing is more the, the car, the motion of. I think it's being in the something is moving, and he has no control because yeah. he loves to be out and about. So by the time he got like um to my flat, like his anxiety was through the roof. He literally ran. Yeah, there's under. no way that I can take him then because by the time he gets here, he's gonna be yeah. Because even my mom was like, like luckily it's a short journey because he literally got here he was crying 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 because we had to set everything up before we took him out of the cage and then he just ran under the couch and he was under the couch for like 10 minutes because he he was so anxious yeah so now he's very much at home he's jumping all over the place he's fighting but he's comfortable. fighting up fighting up a storm he comfortable well done thank you so proud thank you did you see the shoe on my insta that she was wearing what shoe no i'm off insta Oh, you did say. Oh, God. Mm. Okay, I'll send it to you. It's so funny. I don't know why she wore that kind of shoe. I mean, I'm she not She wore that her outfit, the one with the hands that you like. Oh, the Loewe one? Yeah, okay, yeah. With and what shoe? It was like a church. Was it a boot? Church, it was a church auntie. It wasn't even a boot. It was a pump with heel. A I thought she's. I thought her her ankle's better now, or her foot, whatever it was, is better but now. It's not even a low heel, so why did you wear it? Send it to me. Send, it, send to me. it to you. She must hate people in people in Philly. Cause why the fuck did she pick that outfit? It wasn't her. It was her stylist. And I think that's her cousin. So, <laughs> <laughs> not all family is good family. No. <laughs> Sometimes. Don't Sometimes say no. Yeah. Sometimes say no. Anyways, guys, today we are. I feel like oh, this. I haven't had like a mic mic in ages i'm so used to holding it so i yeah. feel like i'm not close enough can we just say like we're back yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's been a long time since we recorded yeah. and as i was setting up my mic and everything i just had this like rush of excitement i was like oh my god like 
we're recording again you know yeah. i'm like so excited and so happy but at the same time that break was very much needed because yeah. i have been exhausted we've both moved houses we've Literally. both um no yeah we've both moved houses we've both we've both been paying bills paying bills we're both knackered. we've both been breathing we both we've have both been n- in a cozy niggas that we have to <laughs> make have to entertain <laughs> have yeah. to service yeah just literally <laughs> literally after this i have to service my mans <laughs> you're so dumb it's gonna kill me but um, yeah, no, it's been um yeah. it's been a great break uh yeah. very necessary and like i don't know if you guys have clocked the dynamic between four ends and i i me and rest we don't really get on like i don't i'm not one to rest yeah. in it i'm not one to take a break i want to be like let's go let's go let's go and, and four ends is like i'm one to rest yeah, friends is like chill, yeah. And so she suggested this break, and ordinarily I'd be like, no, like it's fine. Let me do a guest. Let me do this. And then this time I was like, you know what? Let Fuck me it. rest. Let me rest. And it's Even been amazing. God rested. What more us? Um, who am I? Do you know what I mean? Who am I? But yeah, I'm very glad that we are back. I'm yeah. very excited to record this episode. It's so funny because when we were first going to do this, this documentary was on Prime and it was free, and now I ended up it's not free. It. You paid for it. I paid for it because it was just more convenient. It was like oh, what ninety something. Some one thing about me, one thing about me, I'm a find it. I'm a find a link. Yeah, I found the link was there, but it just wasn't convenient. Like it wasn't easy to watch on the link, wasn't it? Oh, have you not got adblock? No, I do, but I wanted to watch on my TV. So I was like, oh, no. okay, and then fine, I wanted subtitles, sense. but in the end, I paid and I didn't get subtitles. But I was like, it's ninety nine p. Like it's not gonna break the bank. Yeah, whatever. Could have lost that in the couch. But yeah, guys, we're back and we are discussing the documentary. Welcome to late. Le- okay, I know Leaf. Leaf like Keith. Because I was pronouncing it Leaf, but it's Leaf. Of course you were. Why are you so backwards with your pronunciations? I don't understand. No, I'm not backwards. It, they said it in the documentary. Yeah, they said it in the documentary, but I already, my mind had said. You Leif. already decided what it was. Yeah. So now it's just in my head but i know okay. that because i remember them saying oh and i was like oh, okay that's how you say it i don't think i'm backwards <laughs> and then you just and then you discarded it <laughs> yeah i don't think i'm well i don't think i'm backwards i just think that people should just stop, like bffr like bsfr be so uh, for real okay like honestly <laughs> okay no honestly like if some like that's the english language is not that easy though it's difficult like why, why it's not why? easy at all it's because it's not really their language it's just a, a cataclysm of yeah, other languages so, that they mash together yeah anyway so we open up in this documentary and we see people like wrangling cows and riding horses and you're just like yeah. i was like where the fuck are literally we? you just say to yourself where the fuck are we and it turns out we're in leith which is in dakota and that's a place i've never been to and i don't see myself going to not Same. leith dakota i yeah it just there's it north just, and south i know that much and either and there's also both, there's fanning yeah <laughs> and all three sound like places i don't want to be in <laughs> so yeah um yeah to be honest the people who lived in this town actually seem like calm people yeah it's just and a I shame what happened that, to them okay i'll yeah 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 so we meet ryan shook shock i thought it was shock but he was saying shook either way i'm shook okay we meet ryan <laughs> And he was basically grandfathered into the position of mayor. Um, and from grandfathered, it means it was like almost passed on from generation to generation. Basically, everyone else died and yeah. then it was him. Yeah. So, <laughs> Leith is three square miles. 
and it has one business which is like kind of like a dive bar meets like a bar like it looks like it look what what this place looks like is like when you watch all these movies and then Mm. the protagonist gets like their car breaks down in a podonk town Mm -hmm. and then there's this one bar with bikers in it it looks like that it gives like that leanne rhymes music video when she was like on the table in the bar yeah yeah do you know what yeah my whole thing with the rhymes is she stole um Eddie yeah Seymour. brandy yeah and i'm just like i you know what i really liked you but are they still together? Yeah, they're still together. But you then know, if you did still, she steal? Or when they say, "Listen, don't let your girlfriend no, or your wife from like let us stop you from finding the love of your life." If you're gonna steal my man, you guys have to stay together. Exactly. You can't steal my man and break up with him. Let it That's be that it was worth it. I don't like. Yeah. Exactly. Let it be that I can look back and say, "Okay, do you know what? Cool. Maybe actually, you. Do you know what I mean? This was. That this was, was meant to I was be. Watching. I don't know if it was a TV show, if it was a reality TV show, but the girl stole the girl's man and then the original wife was and they they were going through problems and they were going to break up and the original wife was like now nah, you've got to see it through like what did you, if not what did you break up my family for yeah, exactly what was it for then i can't remember where that was from but it was, it was it's like, true though yeah, profound um so anyways yeah so <laughs> um this place has one business 24 red residents including children so yeah it's highly populated as you can tell 24 residents it's literally- you know less than my primary school class literally it literally looks like something from the walking dead like it doesn't look yeah. real like at yeah all. it looks like a, a set like a, yeah. like a movie set yeah so <sighs> we meet some of the residents and this includes one black guy and he yeah bobby yeah and he moved black there. bobby because he met his wife and then they were going back and forth about who's going to move where and he moved there. And it's like, you couldn't pay me. Don't you I, think it gives get out? Like, why get, did you lure me here? It gives get out. And I, and I don't know if they have kids. So it's like, if you had kids, at least there's a few more black people. Like, it's just you. you it's just you. You're on your own. I want to know. What Do your of, family come to visit? Probably not. I want to know what kind of coochie she has because it must be mad. Mm. Must be mad. Super mad. Um, but... Yeah, all of these people sound like if you've ever watched Fargo. Have you watched oh, Fargo? I have, I have watched Fargo. Season one. Fargo. So there's there's a movie, right? Was it like a movie first? And yeah, then, then a series. Two, yeah. So season okay. one is the best one. And it's got this guy, Lester Nygaard. And that's how they sound like in this. These, Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Very like yep. Fargo farming. Cool. So we learned that this guy called Cobbs arrives in Leith and he's Craig just, Cobbs. Yeah. Well, as Americans say, Craig. Craig. And he's just giving everyone weird vibes. And obviously like these people are quite welcoming. They're just like, yeah, he was weird. Like one woman was like, yeah, he was weird, but he was old. So I kind of told my mom, listen, there's this guy that's like 60 Oh, yeah, she's trying to, <laughs> she's trying to do matchmaker. Honestly. And he says he works in oil and apparently there's been like this oil kind of like boom in the area where like a lot of oil, um, companies rigs. are rigs are setting up rigs and whatever in the area so people are coming there to work and they were basically saying like it's bringing some great people and some unfavorable people so mm. he kind of just came along and they figured he was one of those people and so he's going around buying land 
and people aren't really this think- is a red flag come on well yeah because why are people coming to the middle of nowhere to buy all this like, why are you here yeah 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 the people were a bit naive but like they're like listen like if he's got the money then why not so he's buying up also all- i feel like because because quite a few of the people who lived there had moved there mm. so they're kind of probably thinking oh yeah i moved here from wherever like why wouldn't someone else move here that's true so maybe that's more what it was that so he buy he's buying up all this land and then suddenly we're in alabama alabama sweet home alabama um <laughs> and i'm not gonna lie just seeing the word on the screen kind of like gave me a jump scare like it's giving lynching like scary seeing um, what on the screen the the word alabama like oh <laughs> I was like, oh my God, another KKK. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were at the Southern Poverty Law Center. So at first I was really confused as to what this place was because mm-hmm. they showed this place and it seemed like it had Confederate flags everywhere. Yeah. And there was KKK memorabilia. So I was really confused as to- What is going what, on? Yeah. But it seems like they are on the good side. I don't-, I don't I I'm, still, I'm still confused. I'm, okay, thank you. Because I was very much confused and we meet this guy called ryan lens and he basically writes for the intelligence pro uh, project and they monitor hate groups and hate activities so again but this is why i was confused because their whole office has like all this yeah exactly it's like which side are you on but they're on the good side well then why i don't know okay <laughs> <laughs> so they've been monitoring craig um and they like describe him as one of the top 10 white supremacists in the country like he's really problematic he's everything you think like he's the antichrist of um rachel dolazar like he's everything you you think and more like it's it's, yeah it's ridiculous the stuff he says online but then i've noticed that a lot of these white supremacists yes of course they hate black people but they really go after jewish people yeah and i find that really crazy it's like with vitriol yeah it's like yeah we hate you blacks but the jews it's crazy no but i think that there's i think that with jewish people like there's an element of like jealousy as well like i feel like they don't rape black people and like fuck black people and uh, i'll spit on you kind of thing but i feel like with jewish people there's a a a sense of like you don't think you're the chosen ones Mm. and because like the jewish people are actually like uh successful and like like do you know what i mean like mm. like they they are on their shit yeah i feel like i feel like those those white supremacists feel like oh like how, how dare, dare you, you yeah. yeah like and it's, it's, guess, a, it's a different level of vitriol yeah. it's so weird I, it's super i mean it's all weird yeah but. and i guess also because a lot of the ideologies they have is like taken from nazis and things like that so yeah obviously, exactly yeah, exactly sense, yeah so they probably don't uh, don't even know why they hate jewish people so much yeah so we see this compilation of like cops and he's been just racist ranting and everything. And you say he, he's a top top ten white supremacist yeah, in yeah, the world. Yeah. Top ten. Top imagine 10. imagine that. Imagine do you think they have an awards show? <laughs> well, gee, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> that's the Antichrist of the BET Awards. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be B. There would be no B. No, literally. <laughs> E.T. <laughs> it would be the N.E.T. Awards. <laughs> um but yeah he even doxes a judge and then like pete like the judge's husband and mom get killed and it's just all a mess but basically- yeah that so that i went to read up about that because i was like what the hell so yeah. the judge called judge um left left cow and so she rules against him for something and then he posts her address online so it's like two three years later someone kills her mom and her husband at that address so they make the point to say like oh obviously he doxed her but there's no proof that the person who killed her 
killed her from him doxing the. Do you know what I mean there's from him every, doxing the DJs because he wasn't affiliated or whatever? But at the same time, I don't care. Like you doxing her is A already crime, its yeah. own crime. Yeah, that's already bad enough. Whether anything resulted from it or not, and in this case, something happened. Yeah, even if you can't directly connect them, well, it's all mad. So Cobbs puts out this ad and he says he's moving to Mate. leave and he wants all white supremacists to join him. Mate. And Ryan is like, is this fucking true? So he flies to Leith and it's like, you could not pay me to fly to that place for anything yet. Nope. Yeah, the people nope. are bad, but I'm not going yet. No, 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 no. Right. So he goes there to see if Cobbs um, has been buying properties and he finds that he has and he's been selling them to prominent white supremacists. Like, prominent. Pro- that's what do you know what it means to be prominent? Prominence. Like, do you know? I like. I wasn't just any white supremacist. I was a prominent. I was one. the prominent white supremacist. What? No, that's so crazy. Piss off, man. Honestly. So. Okay, this bit is funny. So we see this footage, and I just put this in because it's really not has doesn't have any bearing to the documentary that much but i just found it funny so one of the white supremacists he sells a property to is this guy called tom metzger mm. and like he's a, a very prominent white supremacist okay he's the most prominent <laughs> he's the of the whitest of the supremacists okay and all of these white supremacists all have like non like a lot of them have um like this name seems a bit eastern european or something metzger mm. like i don't yeah yeah okay anyways so He's on this podium and he's screaming, Nigga, nigga, nigga! Oh, oh, oh! Nigga, nigga, nigga! Oh, oh, oh! White revolution! White revolution! Nigga, nigga, nigga! Out, out, out! White revolution! And I literally uh, burst out laughing. Like, I, I said, nah. So anyways... <laughs> So basically, it becomes clear that for Cobbs, it's not just about bringing white supremacists to Leith. It's also about bringing, like, the leadership within it. So again, it's a hierarchy. Like, he doesn't just want any... Yeah, Billy exactly. Redneck. He wants the he elites. Wants the elites. Like, the like show me how much you hate black people. Right. Show me how much you hate Jewish people. Who else do you hate? Literally, show me. Show me. So we learn about Cobb's plan and people start to get worried. One of the newscasters is basically saying, Cobb says... Like-minded people with white nationalist organizations will be taking up residence in his properties. So they'll have the majority of votes to take over the town. So it's a, it's a smart plan. Like, it's really, it's really, it's really it is, intelligent it and calculated. Smart, it is a smart, and I wish it would be good if black people just did this. Like, let's go and yeah. take up towns and like, but yeah, it's a, on paper, it's a very smart plan. Like, yeah, and it's that no one's here saying that like Craig Hobbs is stupid. We're just saying he's a fucking white supremacist and that's the issue. Exactly. He's intelligent. If only he used his mind for good. Exactly. So Bobby, the only black guy, the only gay in the village. The only black in the village. <laughs> so he says on news that he would stay in the town even if Cobb's plan works because it's his home. And it's like, I get the principle. Natural yeah, selection, this is bro. my home, but like, please, like, BSFR. Be nah, so natural selection. Like, natural selection. I, I, maybe this is where your lineage ends. Maybe. Maybe. Because... I don't know why you went there in the first place. Why, I don't know why you stayed there. Why nominate yourself as tribute? Like, why like, and the thing this? is, I, I get that. Like, obviously, this is your home now. No one should should have the right to uproot you, especially because of the color of your skin. I hear that, but also, home is babe, where the heart is. Move somewhere else. And move somewhere else and take your heart with you, like, <laughs> darling. The quickness, darling. So now we meet Jeff Shop. 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 Girl. Shoop, I just put Jeff. Um, and he is an NSM 
commander and the fact that they have like so oh. a commander is this the army it is the army actually to them in it because they're fighting the war the white war send them to iraq then <laughs> if they're about it <laughs> if you're really about it if you're really about it go to war so he nsm is national socialist movement by yeah. the way which just means racist yeah so he gets deeded a property in Leith by cops and they decide to have this like big town hall and obviously this is really like it's a big thing because all these it's like a racist convention they all come yeah all bearing like arms from far and, and wide and all wearing the, you know like, what the scene reminded me of yeah what? it was giving pawnee like it literally was giving <gasps> oh, yeah. it literally was giving like parts and recs pawnee town hall meeting a yeah. bunch of ridiculous people having ridiculous conversations yep. and people taking it seriously yeah i was watching this like no there's no way this is real like am i sure i haven't switched over to parts of rec like it's all just a joke. But you know, I found it exhilarating how many anti-racist groups came to rally around the, like it was like, yeah, we're not for this shit and we're not accepting it. Like it, yeah, was, yeah. it was, it was good. That's what I was saying that those people in that, in that village or in Leeds, like they, they were actually calm people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's are. like, they actually were calm people. Yeah. Cause it could, they could have been just chilling. Like, okay, cool. I mean, like I'm, I'm white. I'm it's white, not gonna so negatively safe. impact yeah, me. Like it. what's the big deal? But they weren't having it. They were actively again. And there's only one black. It's even like he was the main guy yeah, doing the, the, yeah, the fighting against it. So yeah, like I rate them. I, I don't rate, rate them, their yeah. town, but I rate them. So it's now October. Where do they get their, um, where do they get their groceries? That's what I was thinking when they said they had one, um, one business and then i was like it doesn't even look like the land is fertile so it doesn't even look like they're growing their own tw- listen it's all i don't know so it's now october and we meet the dutton family and i, and I said dutton i was thinking of dutton <laughs> not dutton sure i was thinking derived, of wine. <laughs> derived from the yoruba the yoruba tribe <laughs> so we they would hate the, that this guy's <laughs> racist as fuck <laughs> we meet the dutton family and so they moved to leith um to live in a trailer there's five use, kids. Yeah. And to use an outhouse. And they have no running water. Yeah, they don't have running water. Yeah, but they look like they smell. And it's not just about them being racist. They all look like they smell. They do, but of course they, they literally do smell because they don't have running water. Yeah. Because for me, yeah, do you know how racist you have to be yeah, to move to somewhere to not have running water? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. That's some commitment to that the cause. commitment to the cause. You know, where, yeah. And there's five kids. Five. So they sexed. And they're 28. And and they sexed. So oh. he, they, she oh. is unwashed. He's unwashed. I know that men have foreskin, so it's all that gunk, that smegma. Oh, stop it, smegma. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it right now. I'm going to throw up. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Time out. <laughs> Keep it in. Let the people hear. If they, <laughs> they missed us, let them hear. <laughs> so, oh god, I feel sick. Like I felt some bark. Come on. Okay. So Kyle, who is the Kyle, is the patriarch. I don't know if it's the right thing to call him. He he he's is the, the contributor of sperm in this yeah, relationship. In this relationship, right? And he's a self-proclaimed skinhead. And like. You know what? Yeah, when I look at Carl, I wouldn't say I feel sorry for him, but I can just see that this is something that's so disenfranchised, like from society yeah, and lost. And yeah, conf- he is confusion. Mm-hmm. So, and he found family, and he found, uh, yeah, and and he found some level of like comfort or whatever in this movement. Like everyone's searching for something, and right? He found it, and he found this. So yeah. 
So he's basically saying that he doesn't see what the all the hoopla is. Like all they want is separatism. And they they just want the same way blacks want black people things, Hispanics want Hispanic people things. They just want whites only kind of things. And it's against their human rights. And now white people are becoming the um, eroded race. Yeah, the minority. The minority. And why is it a problem if they just want things for the, like, you know, and honestly, there's no point in having a conversation with this guy and trying to explain anything because there's no point. Yeah, there's no, because he understands, he, he believes what he wants to yeah, believe. Yeah, and he says they're no different from the end of, and, and NAACP yeah. and like Hispanic and Jewish organizations. And he says there are more of them coming to Leith. So interestingly, I found it very interesting, the NSM's party's flag is basically like just a remixed British flag. Well, the colonizer's a colonizer. It it's so funny to me, Um, this guy, what's his name, Kyle? Yeah, Dutton saying like, "Oh, we just want to have something for ourselves." Blah blah blah. Yeah, like everyone was, ev- there was separatists. Everyone was doing their own thing. You man decided to go around the world and do everything. Like everyone was you fine. Were, everyone was chilling in their own, world. minding their business, like you, literally drinking their water, minding think, their beers. Even I think about how these racist people don't like black people. And they say, "Go back to where you came from." Yeah, but you men are the ones that brought them here. We actually were where we came from. That's where we were. We, that's where we were chilling. We had our own little villages. We were doing our Listen, own little thing. Our own little gods, our spirits. We this were living, like living, living our local. Eating yam and palm oil. You people brought. You took us from. You forced it. And now, now take you're that mad. up with your ancestors. Don't take it up with me, bro. It's all bad. People are dumb as fuck. So <laughs> I'm so happy to be dumb. Yeah. So one of the residents, Lee, says that he started carrying a weapon now because Cobbs is around. And basically he says that he moved to Leith because his daughter had been murdered. So if, you know, people oh, think... So that, it, yeah. If people think that, oh, this is all talk and there's not much he can do, like, this shit is real, right? So we meet Gregory Bruce and he lives 22 miles away from Leith. And at first I thought he was going to be a really prominent, like, person. Mm. But he doesn't do much. But I just liked what he said. I don't have a problem with orange, green, black, white, or brown people. They don't bother me that much. Stupid people do. He is me and I am him. Yep. I literally was like, fam. And you know when he first started, when people say the whole, I don't care if you're orange, blue, purple, I'm just like, no, but... Wait, yeah, who's purple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So when he started off with that, I was like, oh, here we go. And then when he was like, I just, I just, stupid people bother me. I was like, stupid people bother me too. too. Oh, my, oh God. my God, look at us. Same thing. Literally. Look I was like, us. same. <laughs> so basically, he's just like going about documenting everything. And he starts a website about the things that are happening in Leith. And we see footage of like Cobb's antagonizing Lee and bringing up his daughter, basically saying that like, oh, are you sure your actions aren't the reason she got murdered? Yeah, like just literally antagonizing him. I just was like, if if that guy had punched him in the face, shot him, whatever, in the moment, I would have been like, I hear it. I hear it. Not condoning the violence, but but I I hear hear it. it. So, the people start of Leith start to think about how they're going to get him out, and basically they come up with this thing that says, well, as he doesn't have running water or sewage there's a new ordinance which means he has to get it within like yeah legally next... he should it's not even new like legally he should actually have it yeah or yes yeah, so they discover be... that and they're like yeah yeah so like Cobbs is on the radio saying oh yeah like fuck this shit it's all bullshit blah, blah, blah. but he's not in so he's not even served in person because he's not in leith at the time where he is is on trisha and he is getting dna tested girl I was like, first I saw Trisha and I was like, oh my God, Trisha Goddard, auntie, it's you, yeah? yeah. And then I was like, 
I'm so, sorry, like. Yeah, so basically they test him because he says, yeah, like he's willing to say he's 100%. Aryan, Aryan race, race, la la la. Okay, cool. And not and white people, please, not all of you are Aryan race. Like, Aryan race is a very specific thing that Hitler himself did not belong to, that he created. It was a social... How can you create a social construct that you yourself are not part of? Blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> you're black-haired with black eyes. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, just because you're white, it doesn't mean you're Aryan. Like, an Aryan isn't even a thing. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, is Aryan even a thing? Like, is it an area? It's not a thing, but if you were to go by what Hitler was trying to prop- propagate, is that the mm-hmm. word? It's yeah. blonde hair, blue eyed, like fair skinned. Yeah. So, and, but automatically all white people, like even Kyle himself is not part of this Aryan race. Just cause you're white, yeah. it doesn't mean that you yeah. are what Hitler, Hitler's definition of what that thing is. Does that make sense? It doesn't like you exist. Don't belong to the group that you're yeah, trying to- Yeah, it doesn't belong to the group yeah. that you're trying to say you're about, which, which group also does not exist. Like shut the fuck up everyone. Anyway, yeah. so he goes on this, he goes on Trisha to prove that he's fully white. and he sat next to like a black woman who's wearing like a like a dashiki vibe. Yeah. I was I'm like, like also black people, can we not? Like, can, can we, we not? Actually can we actually not? Because there's like, no need. There's really no need. Like, what is the what is the reason? Like, Cardi is right. Like, what is the reason? Literally, because what was it? What was the reason? So he does it, this, this whole scene just pissed me off. He does the test, and spoiler alert: he's fourteen percent sub-Saharan African, and it's not even a surprise because. From what we understand of basic science, like life originated from Africa. So most people have some sort of African in them. But then they're all like, oh yeah, bro. And Trish tries to spot him. And it's like, and it's it just, like, oh. It just and then, pissed me off. Oh, you're black. And it's like, no, the fuck. You're not. You're not. The thing is, I get that it's ironic, yeah? Like you're trying to say you're 100% white and you're not 100% white. But why is it like a gotcha? Don't it hurt you? Like, oh, look, look, you're black. You got black in you. Ha ha, look at you. You're dirty like me. You're a fucking nigga like me. Like they might as well have just said that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so weird. Was I was so like, weird. I, I get what you're trying to do, but like, why are you trying to do that? And also, like, <laughs> I don't even want him to be a, even a drop black because he's disgusting. Why? It's, literally... it's not a like. Why are we? <sighs> and also, like, you hate black people so much. Why did you agree to come on the show? It's all a mess. It's just ridiculous. So Bobby, who's the only black person, in leave. <laughs> he's basically laughing, and he's just like, listen, like. You can't be part of a radicalized group and not do, do your DNA tests first. He's like, oh, you're black like me. Which again, shut the fuck up. He's not black like you, is he, though? No, he's not. So let's all shut the fuck up. Like, and let's all stop with this one drop for all. Like, are we not Literally. Oh my God. Shades uh, of grey, baby. Honestly. So we see footage of Cobbs and um, like things. So basically things are escalating at this point in Eve. And dot like Cobbs and kyle get into this argument with lee and ryan who's the uh sorry is his name ryan right? the reporter or ryan the mayor the mayor mayor ryan the mayor mm-hmm. and basically Cobbs and kyle draw their guns and they're just going around pe- to people's houses standing on their porches like threatening them yeah it's been intimidating yeah and the police come and basically arrest them and they're they're both charged with terrorism Bayless set at a million, which I think is one of the really inter- more intelligent things that happens in this documentary. This is so funny. I've put down white on white crime, <laughs> inject it. So, Cobb sells his house in Lethos, like all of this is going on. And then he sells it to this guy, and I didn't really bother buying his name, but the guy was like annoying me. He was like, Yeah, I just bought the house, like I'll just keep it clean and whatever. But 
Yeah, so what's his purpose? Was he know. one of them? I don't know. He was basically like, I just bought it because he was selling it. I don't give a fuck. I don't really give a fuck about what he was trying to do. Yes, a bit annoying, but I don't care. So what, like, what was your point? So what, so, so exactly, so whose side are you on? Why did you buy it? I don't even know. Because you could, I guess. Yeah, but I could. It was probably $5 at best. <laughs> no running water, bro. No running water. <laughs> like, it was a shack. <sighs> and it's like, that property would never appreciate. So what the fuck are you doing? Girl, he's wanted to be in a documentary, it seems. Honestly, so <laughs> Kyle takes a plea deal and he's basically told that he needs to, his charges are dropped to misdemeanors, but he has to testify against clubs. And they kind of gloss over whether he does or he doesn't. Mm. They never really address it, but I can only assume he does because he's next thing he's out of prison and he's at home. And he's showing us this stupid unseasoned food that he's cooking, telling <laughs> us that he wants to open a restaurant. I was like, bro. So when black people come to your restaurant, what are you gonna do? Literally, and he was saying, oh, even um, people part of the NSM have to eat. We all we eat like normal people. He gives a fuck what you do, right? So there's this bit where he's sat on the couch with his wife, and the two of them really look like they look like. (sighs) So if you guys have watched anything, literally anything on TLC, that's how they look. Yeah. Because I, me and my sister say like TLC will take your deepest trauma and turn it into a TV show. Mm-hmm. TV but fodder. Literally, there's there's nothing on there that like there's no trauma that doesn't. There's exist. no limits. Literally, there was one that was called um um my fat my fat something, and it was about these like slim guys that like fat girls, mm-hmm. and I think the show got cancelled because like it was really problematic. And then there's like my six hundred pound life, and then there's the a thousand pound sisters. And one time, one was crying about how people say her house is dirty and they're cockroaches. Or people on YouTube were saying it. And then there was a cockroach, like, crawling <laughs> behind her. And there's, like, 90 Day Fiance where these people are literally, like, eating, like, bread and water on a good day because they don't have money to pay for spousal visa. And the cameras are right in their face. And my sister and I are like, yo, so what are you trying to say? The producers can't give them money to pay for this spousal visa. Like, Bro. Yeah. So th- if you guys watch anything on TLC, that's how these people look. So they're sat on this couch, yeah, and the sun comes. And they do this on purpose, but it's kind of funny. So he's like, oh, like, what did you learn at school today? And he's like, oh, oh I, my God. I learned words that start with N. And he's just like saying different words. And then he's like, nah, cool. And then <laughs> everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's a good word. And you're just all, we're all holding our breath, waiting for this guy to say, nigga. Like, that is, that is the summation of the. It, he says no. First, he's like, no, Nick, I said, uh-huh. huh? And then he says nine. Uh, and I was like, okay, so he's not yet been corrupted. At the time of recording. Either way, he probably I'm sure by now he's like too a... Dip on it, too much dip on his chip. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm not like, guys, not much happens henceforth. I, at this point, was zoning out because the documentary is decent, but it really could have... Did this bit here could have just not existed in the documentary. I think they're just kind of talking about like other things that happened. So there's a bit earlier where they talk about the fact that before 9-11, the government were focusing on yeah. white supremacist groups, as in terms of like hate groups and terrorism mm. and stuff. Their their main focus was white supremacist groups. And then 9-11 happened and then the focus turned into Islamic extremism, which of course that's bad and that's a problem, yeah. But I just, I'm not convinced that that is more prevalent than white supremacist groups mm. in America. It's just so interesting how 
it was it was big enough that that was a government focus. Yeah. And then things changed. Um. Then then like later on in the documentary, they're talking about like some uh, shootings that took place at they describe it as a Jewish center. Um, and the person who did that, the white supremacist who did that, had spoken with Cobbs yeah. like the day before that he did it. So it's not saying, oh yeah, Cobbs told him to do it, but clearly you, a self-proclaimed most famous white supremacist you in the world, yeah, exactly, and you know what you're doing, and it's almost even a bit like uh, cowardly because it's like you're not doing anything yourself, but you're so igniting, like, exactly, like, yeah. exactly, you're inciting people to do these things. Um, but yeah, uh, Cobbs is given four years probation. Yeah. So yeah i just want to lock him up put him i want i i want him on the titanic titan submarine at the bottom well, of the ocean. Ocean. yeah i want him down there that that's where i want him to be i just feel like yeah i don't do you know what and what you said is right like he scales so like he sails so close to it it's like it's like Andrew Tate. He just, yeah, he does just enough to be really problematic, but not enough to be criminal. Exactly. And it's like, if if you do something criminal based upon something that I've said, mm. or that or, or ideologies that I've like Perp, put out there, yeah. th- I didn't, I didn't shoot anyone. Yeah. I didn't kill anyone. Yeah. You did that. And like, because people are so up his ass as well, was that they're happy to be like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just scary. It's scary. Scary. So obviously, you know, nobody's happy about this. Lee, who's the main person that had a problem with um, Cobbs, like he was just like, yeah, this is bullshit. Like he was threatening and we don't feel safe having him around. And like, obviously everybody is like wondering, like, hey, now, because he gets out of prison, right? And yeah. everyone's like, okay, so what's his next move? Is he coming back here? So they burn down the property. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this bit confused me. So they burned down his property. Is that not Arson? There's only like two police officers in that town anyway. So. Yeah. One of them had But like then that's why he doesn't own it anymore. Does another guy own it? I don't know. But they also burned down the land or whatever that was deeded to the NSM. And the NSM yeah, but guy, then, commander, yeah. looks like he's about to cry and he's like, oh, well, <laughs> thank you to them because they've cleared the land for us. We'll definitely be back. And it's like, fuck off. No, you won't. And but what, the thing is, they you burning the land doesn't mean the land is still there. Yeah. You didn't erase it off the face of the earth. So what was the what was the purpose? What was the reason? And, and one of the sheriffs in town, like he has a neckerchief, and it's like, what the fuck, is this guy? Like, <laughs> wait, wait, he has sorry. a neckerchief. He has sorry. a neckerchief. Uh, what? It's a neckerchief. It's a, wait, <laughs> it sounds a lot like nigger. <laughs> <laughs> It is, and it's wait, an, it's what an, like the little goiter thing? <laughs> the 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 tag that they wrap around the neck and they do a little swoop like the cowboy thing. I don't know what that shit is, but they tuck it. No, wait, is that natural term? I don't know if it's a term. Or did you make this up? I I've heard it before, but I heard it on a TV show. It could no, be. I'm gonna type it, it in now. Oh my god, it comes up neckerchief. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> A type of neckwear associated with those working or living outdoors, including farm laborers, cowboys, and sailors. Yeah, I was right, a neckerchief. But That's he, actually what it's called. He tucks it in, so it's a bit like a cross between a neckerchief and a cravat. Because my dad is always wearing cravats. I don't know who my dad thinks he is. So that cravat, one I, nah, sorry, sorry. Which one is that again? That one I know for sure. Yeah, my, cravat. Oh, my, my dad loves a cravat, oh. man. Every time he goes out, he'll wear this thing. Who the... Who the fuck do you think? That's what I was imagining. I was imagining a cravat. That's what I was imagining. That's so, better than a neckerchief, though. Yeah, I can't it's, lie. It's a cross between the two. So it was like, it was a neckerchief no, style. It, a neckerchief <laughs> is like the baby of a cravat and a handkerchief. Yeah, but 
the so it was a neckerchief style cloth that he tucked in as a cravat. It was like he wanted it to be a cravat, but he didn't like he didn't yeah, have enough the, fabric. Yeah, so it's a it's a neckerchief style. Like you learn something new every day, boy. The more you know, the more you know. So really and truly, like there was this bit where they were complaining that like the sheriffs aren't doing anything. I was like, what the fuck is this sheriff gonna do? He has a neckerchief. Like what? Like what really is he? What do you think? This There's guy my- has not had to stop a crime in his life. At best, he's picked off chewing gum from the floor. On There's a, literally on one a very business. on a very busy day. That's what he's done. <laughs> like, come on. Ugh. Like yeah, BF, wild. be so for real right now. Yeah, wow. So yeah, they've got a negative wearing sheriff in town. So it's like, if cops comes back, there's not much that's gonna do- happen in terms of surrender. Cop. Just surrender and be yeah. done with it. But like, Cobbs is out of prison, and do you know, what? I see this flash of him where it's like, I think he does this stuff just to be. I what I feel inflammatory. About, yeah. What I feel about Cobbs is, he was someone who grew up being bullied. And then he was like, okay. They talk about him being in like the military and reading the law and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like he grew up being bullied and I feel like this was a route for him to have some sort of power because I don't even know if he buys the shit he says. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's that deep to he, him. If, like, I don't think he has was, the he hate have that Dustin has. On Trisha. He wouldn't have gone on Trisha. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And sat so close to that other black woman. Yeah. And literally he was, so he was saying that, yeah, like he was just scrolling on the internet and saying, oh, I guess I say, say some stuff that people consider to be like hateful. Like you can just tell like this shit is just a joke to him. Mm, he doesn't give a heck. Yeah. And he's living in a motel. And he seems like he's about to go back to his old tricks. So on-screen text tells us that NSM still own the land that was deeded to them, but that their lot remains vacant. And, that is it. and then there's other on-screen text that says, white supremacists, Jeff, Tom, Alex. Oh, that's what you just said. Yeah. Oh, now it's time for... The real crime, I think, was the beard. Our segment where we talk about something that may not be criminal, but we definitely consider to be a crime. So this one seems like it would probably be a crime because, well, I was going to say the neckerchief, but it came out early, so okay. that, that is definitely a crime. <laughs> still counts. Still counts. It still counts. But what I was going to also say is having five kids living in that shack. But I think that's, that's actually a crime. That's what I said. That I know, and also, and also with the five kids, twenty-eight with five kids. Yeah. Because when did that's you start wild. having them? At five? That's wild. That's literally wild. Because you're also, a child yourself. Yeah, and also the way Cobbs looked before he went to prison. He somehow left prison looking better. Thank you very much. That was my <laughs> other one. I literally said, yeah. yeah First of all, the hairline was wild. And then I was like, how did your hair look better in prison than when you were free? Okay, guys, but then bef- it makes sense because he didn't have running water. So how is he going to wash? How is he going to condition? Before prison, he looked like, take my strong hand. <laughs> that's exactly how he looked. exactly oh god i didn't recognize him after he looked and you must you can only imagine how bad someone must look to look better after coming out of prison but it makes (sighs) sense because i had the same thought and then i was like no actually in prison they probably had like shampoo and conditioner yeah and running water primarily yeah (sighs) yeah literally we had the same ones there (sighs) sorted but yeah, this documentary, I mean, watch it if you want to, but we've done a pretty good yeah, job covering it. Job. It was a decent um, documentary. I was enjoying it up until like, it just it just got a bit too much. Like I wasn't interested in a lot of stuff they started to talk about. So not that it's not the subject matter's interest, but there just wasn't any need to have it in the documentary. 
Yeah. But um, next week we're going to do credits, but in the credits we're going to be talking about um, the documentary Take Care of Maya, which oh. I watched it, yeah. Did you cry? Girl, I didn't cry, but um, I can understand why someone would cry. So we watched it and then we watched Sins of a mother oh sins of our mother oh i've seen that yeah then my husband was like what the fuck is this shit don't put this shit on tv anymore like why are we paying <laughs> to be depressed like you're sitting there crying i'm yeah. i'm sitting here with my hands in my head don't ever put this kind of stuff on yeah it take was, care of my words it just... was a lot it was a fucking and it's lot. long but it doesn't feel long no it's like i got to like halfway because i had to pause it to go do something and i was halfway through and i was like what else could possibly happen yeah and but, everything that's yeah. in there needed to be in there so yeah, for exactly. once netflix doesn't yeah because it's like an hour and a half maybe just over but, but every was, yeah. every set yeah it was so it was oh god anyways yeah guys. but yeah so we're gonna just kind of do a credit style so we can talk about it the themes and stuff i really would recommend if you've got netflix if you've got access to netflix watch um, it to watch it yeah yeah it's a really good watch um it's really sad though so brace yourself Alrighty, so in the meantime, between time, you can, you can find, find us all. everywhere. Two girls, one doc. TikTok, two girls, one doc podcast, and email two girls, one doc at gmail.com. If you have any requests or anything, just um, email sure. us, send us a message, DM us, whatever it is. Thanks for being back. We're so happy to be back. Um, and we are back. <laughs> this cat is fighting up a storm. Has it been fighting this whole time? And snoring. It's sleeping. Yeah, he's sleeping, sleeping sorry. On the couch. Yeah. And fighting on the couch. Sleeping it's like he's the landlord. Sorry, no, it's like he's the mortgage payer of this property. Dog of the house. Yeah, he behaves everywhere, even our house, like my parents' house. He behaves like he pays. He'll go, he'll sleep anywhere he likes, open his legs wide. Just, it's just honestly. Um, this would be good training for you when you have a baby. I told you I'm getting fanny flutters. Looking yeah, I know. Eyes. I told you this. And you're like, oh, no, I don't want to have a kid. I was like, oh, piss off, babe. We're meant to be going away next year, yeah? And I'm like, this girl's going to come barefoot no, and pregnant. I'm not, I'm not ready to have a kid, but I like the way my man looks like taking care of, uh, you know. Of life. Mm. That's good. It bodes well then, isn't it? Yeah, no kids yet, but we finna practice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. On that note, <laughs> goodbye. I'm giving up Love Island for you lot. Let me go catch up. Oh, God, I can't believe you're you're part of the problem. Yeah, I am. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> London, London has a problem. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> oh, my stomach. I had yogurt today, and my stomach has been bubbling. Why did you do that? Um, you know I your lactose. Know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. You know you lactose, bitch. (laughs) I do.